Thank you very much, uh, Mrs. Zicius. You're welcome, Mommy. <laughs> All right. Good evening to everybody. Good evening, Dr. Pauli. All right. We would, uh, I don't know what you did last week. Sisatia, what happened last week? Um, last week, um, like the first week, we dealt with um, forgiveness, or you could call it unforgiveness. And then the second week, we dealt with conflict, unforgiveness, and division. Um, so I don't know if there's anyone online that wish to share. All right, so let's do reflection from last week, please. Dr. Pauline, I was uh, on last week. I was on, but I wasn't listening because I had some issue going on in my house. I had people doing repairs. So I wasn't listening last week, but I was on. I didn't hear everything. And uh, um, the week before, I didn't take notes, but I could just talk on some of what I remember um, when we were talking about um, unforgiveness and how important it is and how necessary it is to forgive someone uh, when they offend us. Because oftentimes, you know, we get offended and we hold on to unforgiveness. And from what, you know, you taught us is that when we hold on to um, unforgiveness, it's, you know, it opened door for the enemy to attack us, you know? So, you know, when something, when we offend someone, you know, we should make every effort, you know, as soon as possible to, you know, settle, you know, our differences. You know, you said uh, three days, you know, we should try to do it within three days, you know, cause if it go on beyond three days, you know, the longer it go on, it's, you know, it can become a, a stronghold, you know, opening doors to the enemy. And, um, you know, I know we talk, sometimes it's hard to forgive. And um, sometimes we even say we forgive, but we don't really forgive because we might say we forgive a person and truly we do it with our lips, but not with our heart. So when we see that person again, you know, we start, you know, getting some funny, funny feeling you know, inside us when that person come around us. That's when we know that we don't really truly forgive the person. So, you know, we have to pray and ask, you know, God to, you know, to help us so that we can forgive truly, you know? And um, I cannot remember everything that, you know, was said, but um, um, there was a scripture that Reverend Althea has stood on, um, how often do we forgive? You know, and the Bible says 70 times seven. And um, Reverend Althea, you know, went on to say that's not in a week or a year. It's 70 times seven, you know, in a day. You know, if we offend someone in a day, 70 times seven, then we have to forgive them for every time we offend them. Um, I, I'm trying to remember because I, Dr. Pauline, I honestly didn't take any note, but I'm just trying to remember, you know, some of what was uh, said and from what you teach us about 
you know, like forgiving someone, you know, because um, we say we are Christian, but then when we hold on to unforgiveness, uh, you know, unforgiveness in itself is, you know, a way that is, you know, preventing us from, you know, coming into God's presence because we might think, you know, we might pray and, you know, our prayer is not going anywhere because, you know, we didn't, you know, secular, you know, offenses or we didn't uh, forgive, you know, who offended us. So how can we pray and ask, you know, you know, God to answer our prayer when we are holding on to, you know, like unforgiveness? And um, what is what? I'm just, you know, trying to remember, you know, most of what I learned, Dr. Paul, and please forgive me. Um, uh, uh, that, I think that's what I heard from that. But if I have to go into the, if I have to go into what I, I learned from when you was there, when you, the last session that you have with us, that I could do. When you yeah, talk go about- ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. So you talk about, um, let me get to my, yeah, uh, before you, when you left off, we talked, we look at another era in the life of Joseph um, in order for us to understand uh, a dream. And you said for us, in order for us to understand a dream, we must go through the root of the matter. We looked at some familiarity that did uh, occur with Joseph and um also with uh, Jacob. Jacob faced the reality that God gave to Abraham. I mean, what we must watch the third generation in every family. The immediate grandparents, you know, ask them question about, you know, the family. You know, ask them about what happened. And, you know, it's good that you say that because thank God I was able to do that uh, before my mother passed away because in our country, I know we prone to secret. We love secret and we love holding on to things and hiding things. But thank God I did ask my mother certain, you know, things about our family before she died. And um, even after she died, I still, you know, asked my older sister. And then I see some things in our family, like some of the culture and some of the things in our family that's not of God that need to, you know, get out of our family. So it's good when you say we should ask, you know, our parents and our grandparents question about the family. Um, you know, because that is a way of, uh, the questions are plot to our destiny. Who was Shem was the question you asked. Noah was a prophet and an evangelist and God, uh, God used him because there was high level of sexual perversion in the world at that time. Uh, Noah, you said it was the message of salvation. It was, um, um, it was, it's a message of salvation. I forgot, I, anyway, I'll come back to that. It was a message of salvation. He preached a message of salvation. But um, at that time, it was, a, um, I think, it, I believe you said it wasn't called salvation. I don't remember if you said it was um, the gospel. Or, no, it wasn't the gospel. I'm sorry. Anyway, Abraham knew the Lord and carried on the faith of Noah and Shem. He shared the message of righteousness with, his, with the people of God. Abraham was the son of, um, was in the bloodline of Noah. Shem was his son. So uh, God, the, God had promised, um, Abraham was promised to inherit the, uh, the promise of salvation. 
when we are being prayed for, you, you, you went on to say that when we are being prayed for and there is a serpent, we have to pay close attention to that. If whoever's ministering to us or praying for us mention anything about a serpent, we should make every conscious effort to go back to the person you know, that was praying for us because sometimes they too forget and remind them of what they you know, saw and you know that serpent has to be dealt with because he said uh the serpent uh you said the serpent will cause one to see in the spirit the serpent can cause one to see in the spirit but it's that's not of god he said the serpent um it it is the spirit of uh deception because the serpent is the spirit of this uh fallen agent carrying the power of darkness. It is a satanic spirit that is connected to witchcraft. So if you have a dream that a serpent wrap itself around you or is talking to you in your dreams, it is a snake. If it's a snake uh, possessed by the devil talking to you. So that has to be dealt with. You look at Genesis 2 and uh, verse 16, where God gave Abraham, God gave Adam power and authority of all the animal, you know, in the world. Satan used a snake to deceive. Uh, you look at Genesis 3 and you said, uh, a lot of people are seeking prophetic unction to influence other people. Uh, uh, so therefore they will go seeking serpent uh, to get uh, prophetic unction. It is not even, it is not every time someone say, God said, we should bow down. If we go to a store and see a serpent, we should quickly run out because it means the owner of the store is connected to the serpent who is their authority. A person carrying a serpentine spirit hate the word of God. And that's how we can differentiate between a lot of time between, between people that are, you know, are carrying like witchcraft spirit or they, you know, into witchcraft, you know, because they don't like to hear the word of God. He said, witches pray and they fast just like Christians do. But when they hear the word of God, they'll run away. One way to discover a serpent spirit is that they are always twisting the word of God. You look at Genesis 6. He said, mankind, I don't remember the verse, Dr. Pauline, please forgive me. I was typing fast. Mankind had become unfaithful and dishonest, seeking perversion. Shem carried the act of righteousness and the word of righteousness. So, you know, God, God used Shem also. You know, Shem was also, as you said, um, a prophet and an evangelist, just like uh, his father. Uh, when we are going through our challenges, it's not that God is not hearing our prayers, but he is preparing us. Because you use Jacob as an example. Jacob manifested the Abrahamic promises that was not, uh, it was not easy. Uh, you said, what is the trial in our lives? Are we being tested? There are examination we must pass. If we are always getting good and beautiful prophecy, we should run away. Because, you know, most of the time when we hear word of prophecy, it's to correct us. It's like, you know, sometimes we are walking outside God's will. Sometimes we are not in the place where God would want us to be. 
So yes, the prophet will come and they will give us good word, but not all the time they're gonna give us good word. Sometimes they have to, you know, correct us. They have to give us word of correction. And from, you know, what the teaching that we're receiving from you, we know that correction, salvation is correction. So if we're not open to correction, then, you know, do we really have salvation? You said uh, a stadium with a big congregation will have stampede one day. Um, I think I stopped there because I didn't, I didn't um, pick everything else that upon it. I was, I was writing, but I didn't write everything. That's where I stopped. I'm sorry. Amen. Amen. Shall we all have to evangelist Sarah? Yes. Yes. Thank you very much for that information. All right. Who else? Who else was there the last time and last week and the previous week? Who else? Nobody? Um, Dr. Pauling, when we dealt with conflict, unforgiveness, and division, um, we looked at Proverbs 79, where it says, he that covereth a transgression seeketh love, but he that repeateth a matter separates friends. And we see where we will sometimes hurt other people and others will sometimes hurt us. But if we are ready to forgive a fault, the love will be restored. Mm. But dwelling on wrongs and refusing to let go of angry um, angry disagreements, it ends up in division or painful separation. So we are saying that most of us, if not all of us, have been hurt by friends, family, or even in the church. Or we ourselves may have hurt somebody, but we must be willing to forgive and I reminded them that you always said we should make up in our heart to forgive before there is a need for forgiveness. And we saw where um, if we allow anger to control our life, anger can lead, uh, anger leads us to enter into unforgiveness. Unforgiveness leads us into bitterness and bitterness creates division. And here we said that when we are divided, we are sometimes divided within ourselves. We are not sure what to do, where to go, how to do. And then we also become divided from God and we also become divided from each other. So uh, we should endeavor to deal with the anger. We should endeavor to, to, to seek um, restitution we should endeavor to make peace. Um, and we were reminded of First John 1, where we were saying that if we do not forgive others of their sin towards us, neither will the Father forgive our sins. And we all want that forgiveness. So therefore we should endeavor to forgive one another. And, um, we, were, we also said that anger in itself is like a poison. And um, 
there was a, a, a week when um, Stella reminds us that um, there was a year when I think it was Sister Nafi who said that um, anger is like drinking poison and expect someone else to die. So you are doing the evil and you expect your neighbor to drop dead. So it doesn't work that way. If I am doing the evil, I'm the one that it will affect. So poison, anger is like a poison and that poison divides everything, creates division in everything. And also we were, we were seeing that it doesn't matter what we do in life, can hear you again. The line went off. Evanafia. Hello. Evanafia. I hope her phone didn't die. Okay, she's gone off. All right, can somebody continue where she stopped? Felicia? Felicia, what did you learn? Can you continue where Renathia stopped? Hi, Dr. Pauline, good night. Good night, how are you doing? I'm okay. Um, she, she mentioned a lot of the things then that we wrote down, but um, also I got out of it that um, we should forgive others. And if we have anything inside of us against, if we have anything in our heart towards anyone, we must either um, go to the person and make peace are we should pray to God and ask God to um, let there be peace between me and the other person. Um, she stated most of the things um, already, but that's what I got mostly out of it. And she was also talking about anger too. Mm -hmm. We are listening, go on. So, um, <laughs> Um, she was also talking about anger and um, she mentioned that we should not like um, be angry all the time and um, we should just forgive others. That's basically what she was saying. All right. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much for the reflection and contribution. I think Reverend Athea's phone must have died. Any other person? Any more contributions? Reflection? All right. Okay, so we will continue from there. And uh, Let's do our declaration. Welcome to the Garden of Wisdom for the Gathering of Wisdom Bible Studies. 
The Garden of Wisdom is a place where we discover and dig out the knowledge that leads and directs us on the path of righteousness to fulfill our divine destiny. Please repeat after me. I am here in the Garden of Wisdom. I am here in the Garden of Wisdom. To gather wisdom. To gather wisdom. To drink from the well of wisdom. To drink from the, from the well of wisdom. To receive instruction. To receive instructions. Direction. Direction. And guidance. And guidance. And guidance. According to the plan and purpose. According to, According the, to the plan and purpose. That the Lord has predestined for my life. That, that the Lord, Lord has predestined, predestined for my life. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it all in Jesus' name. I receive it all in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So, uh, remembering where we connect, we are connecting from. Now we are looking. We are going to look at the second part of Joseph's dream, which is. Genesis chapter 42. But first of all, let's look at the dream, the second dream. The second dream is in Genesis 37, verse 9. And he dreamed yet another dream and told his brethren and said, behold, I have dreamed a dream more. And behold, the sun and the moon and the 11 stars made obeisance to me. And he told it to his father and to his brethren. And his father rebuked him and said unto him, what is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come to bow down ourselves to thee, to the earth? And his brethren envied him, but his father observed the same. So here in the second dream, we see that Joseph saw where the 11 stars, <laughs> the 10 stars is very important here. The 11 stars bowed down to him. So he was the 12 star out of all the stars, out of the 12. And the 11th bowed down to him. And now the manifestation, though they envied him and all that, it didn't stop the manifestation. And that is where we need to position ourselves as children of God. There are some revelations that are not quite simple and are not quite easy. And it's not every revelation that you share with our parents that they will admit or receive or welcome. Here, Joseph shared with his parents and his siblings he was not welcome, the revelation was not welcome, but rather 
the revelation severed their relationship. This is where sometimes you are tempted to ask, if the revelation is coming from God, why are they angry with him? Why are they envious of him? Why are they jealous of him? He didn't make up the revelation. That was the plan and purpose of God. So, like we have been saying continuously, document the revelation. Now, once one day, this revelation will come into manifestation. The first one and the second one will be manifested side by side, where the envy caused his brother to sell him into slavery. Selling him into slavery did not stop the plans of God. You know, a lot of times we teachers of the gospel, we go through a lot. The very people we are teaching could turn around and hate us and be envious of us and rebel against us. People will even distance themselves from us and they wouldn't want to have anything to do with us. The relationship we have with them that we thought, oh, is very nice and beautiful, will suddenly start dying down. And when our, our relationship with people are dying down because we are teaching the truth, what do we do? How do we go about it? Are we gonna please them or please God? We wanna please them so we stop teaching and we stop teaching the truth and we stop obeying the command that God has given us. So we need to be very careful that we don't depend on the reaction of people when we are fulfilling our destiny. We don't follow what people are saying or doing, but rather we stay consistent to God. We stay firmly with God. We rest ourselves assured in God. So I'm not going to start too much of the teaching tonight, but I want us to pray for ourselves. Divine Encounter is starting this Thursday. We are all expecting the move of God. We want to come into an experience of what Divine Encounter for Fruitfulness is about and what we are expecting from God. I need an intervention in my life and I'm sure you also need an intervention. Joseph had a dream that was gonna be an intervention in the lives of Jacob and his children, the grandchildren, the great-grandchildren of Abraham. But how did they receive the manifestation of their dreams? How did they receive the manifestation of the revelation that God has given to them? How? That is where we should examine ourselves. When we come into a place of manifestation, are we gonna be observant? Are we gonna take 
the revelations we have had serious? Are we gonna be very strategic and tactical? Or are we gonna let what people say influence us? Let us pray. I want everybody to pray for yourself. Divine encounter for divine intervention. I want to hear everybody pray. Everybody unmute yourself and let's do this prayer. United prayer. Let's do this united prayer together. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we bring ourselves before yes. you as yes. we are expressing divine encounter around this time. We are expressing divine intervention in our lives and everything that concerns us. Our God, we pray for release. We pray. We are seeking you, Lord. For divine intervention. We pray, Lord, that you would do something special, something unique, something wonderful for us. That divine encounter will not go Lord, But it will be a time of experience of common favor, of love, of common acceptance. But Lord, shall not be entrenched in unforgiveness. shall not be entrenched Lord, we are positioned in the Lord, that we see from you. Lord, in the manifestation of our revelation, but rather we want to see how you take us as the word declares. Yet do we walk through the valley of the shadow of death. We shall fear no evil. We shall fear no evil, for thou art with us. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Savior, we thank you and we bless you. Day by day, you teach us, you instruct us, and you direct us. We thank you that you continually teach us about forgiveness. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, Evangelist Sarah, say a word of prayer for us that during this time that we are going to be having divine encounter, that everyone will be alert as to how the prophetic word we have received, the revelation we have received, will come into manifestation. All right, pray for us. Father, in the name of Jesus, even as we come, Lord God, for you, Lord God, to hear from you, Lord God. Father, you know the plan, you know the purpose that you have for our life. Lord, you, Lord God, we're depending on you, Lord God, even as we, you know, we walk in our destiny. Lord, we cannot do anything without you, so we are relying on you. Lord, we need a word from you, Lord. Lord, you see what's going on in our lives. You see what's going on in our bloodline. Lord, you see what's hindering us. You see the obstacle, the hurdle that we have to cross over, Lord God, before, Lord God, we embark, you know, on our breakthrough. But God is not bigger than you. So even as we, even as, you know, divine encounter is upon us, we are in our season, Lord God. Father, help us to tune ourselves in. Lord, that when you speak, Lord God, we will hear. 
Lord, even as we wait on you, Lord, for the manifestation, Lord God, of things to come. Father, Lord, help us, Lord God, so we will focus our attention on you. We'll fix our eyes to you, Lord, to the hills from whence cometh our help, knowing that our help cometh from you. Lord, we need a word. We need a word. We need a word, Lord God, in this season, Lord God. We need a word. And you have a word for us because, Lord, only you know what's going on with us. Lord, we are looking to you because we are helpless. But, Lord, you are the God. You, you, you know, you are the God. You, 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 you fix every situation. Nothing is too big for you. Nothing is bigger than you. So, Lord, we are depending on you. Lord, we need to hear from you. But Lord, even as we come, cause us to come with obedience, Lord God. Cause us to come and Lord, wait for you, a way to hear from you. That even as we receive a word, we will not get angry at you. We will not get angry at the person that given us the word, Lord God. Lord, because you're only using them, Lord. They are your oracle, Lord God. They are your voice, oh God. So we will not see them, but we'll see you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, help us to just remain in your presence, Lord God. Even as we have seek you, Lord God, for you know our situation, Lord God, that whatever, Lord God, we're asking for will begin to manifest. Even as you use your servant, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. We praise and we bless you for what you're about to do in our lives, in our home, in our bloodline in our family, in whatever concern us, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. Any question? Dr. Polly? Yes. I have a question, but it might not be um, prepared um, about what you're teaching. But nice. it was very... It was troubling to me. You know, yesterday um, there was a, a, a person that, you know, gave me a call and said they wanted to, um, they had trouble and they asking for my help. And I said, okay, I, you know, I was listening to what the person was saying to me. And um, this person was saying that, um, you know, the way she sounded, you know, I just wanted to help in which way I could. So she was talking about her daughter that, have, um, you know, something that's going on with the pregnancy. And I told her, I, I listened to what she was saying. She said the daughter wanted to go to Planned Parenthood because the, doc the doctor told her that, uh, in other words, that there's a hole in the baby's brain. And um, she's saying that, you know, the baby might not uh, live you know, like after it's born. So this, she said the doctor sent her to, um, to have an abortion. So she's telling me that the doctor sent her to have an abortion and that, you know, she's going to plan parenthood. So I asked her, I said, have you got, I said, why don't you get a second opinion? I also told her, I said, you know, nothing is bigger than God. I said, we have a, um, a special service going on in our church uh, from Thursday. So I said, you know, she could come in and, you know, get prayer because I said our oh, pastors and you know the leaders in the house and the person the the um the guest speaker you know are very you know they they you know pray and you know these are powerful men and women of God and God can use one of them to heal. She said no she you know she can't do that. But then it's like she want me to tell her to 
have an abortion, that the, the daughter have an abortion. So I said, but why? I said, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to tell her to have an abortion because I said, you know, I don't believe in that. I said, I know God can work it up because nothing is bigger than him. And then she turned the story on me and telling me that, you know, like we all have sinned. We all sin and fall short of the glory of God. And, you know, she went on to talk about David, that David sinned and God said he's a man of his own heart. I did say to her, I said, yeah, but you remember the Bible also said that, you know, David uh, had to suffer the repercussion because the sword didn't depart from his house because his, his son raped the daughter and then the other son killed him. And even one son tried to kill David. She, this person got so angry at me. And um, when she got angry at me and she was uh, turning it towards me, you know, I said to her, I say, you know, I'm going to have to go because the elevator is here. So I went on the elevator and um, it was very troubling, you know, to me because uh, Dr. Pauline, she got angry at me because, um, you know, she was expecting me to tell her to go to get an abortion, you know, but that's, that's not, that's not me. So I'm, I want to ask, how do I deal with, you know, a situation like that? I wanted to, you know, like I said, I was going to send her a text, you know, to, you know, you know, say to, you know, forgive me if I offended her. But Dr. Pauline, I'm asking, how do I deal? What's the best way to deal with, you know, such a situation? Because she's still angry at me. Okay. Now, listen, there are people who are used to doing what they are doing. I will tell you categorically that that is not the first time the daughter will cause abortion. And it is a previous abortion, as you were talking to me, as you are talking now, is a previous abortion that is affecting this other pregnancy. So that woman is used to abortion and she just wants a way to blame somebody because if the daughter go for abortion and the daughter dies with abortion, then she wants somebody to blame and to sue so if you gave a counsel and say, go and do the abortion, and if anything happens to the daughter, then of course, she will have access to sue you. As she's talking to you, she's recording you. Oh, she's recording your conversation because I'm seeing that. I am seeing that she's recording you and she's just looking for somebody she can held responsible for whatever goes wrong. So my dear, you told her the best thing to seek second opinion and to also go to where she could receive prayer. Her anger is not because of you. Her anger is a spirit in her. She was only looking for somebody she could blame for the evil she's involved in. Okay. But I would say that in order for you to be free from at least talking to her and she's angry with you, still send a letter of apology on text message that I am sorry that I canceled you and say specifically what you said because she has already recorded you. I canceled you to seek second opinion, one. And secondly, I also counseled you to go for prayer. 
if I have done anything wrongfully by telling you to seek second medical opinion and to go for prayer, please forgive me. If you just say forgive me without saying what you said, this woman can still come and attack you. Yes, Dr. Yes, Dr. So specific. What you told her, repeat it and ask forgiveness for sending her to seek second medical opinion, which every doctor does, to seek prayer, which every doctor does. So you have not sinned, but you just want to make sure that you document whatever you said. That is apply, uh, asking for forgiveness with wisdom. Yes, Dr. Polly. All right. Yeah, Dr. Polly, you know, it's funny that you said uh, she, um, she, she, she recorded me. You know, um, I think a few weeks before now, um, Reverend Pisa told me that I should be careful what I said at work because she saw somebody recording me. That's all she said. She said, just be careful of what I say on the job because she saw somebody recording me. And, um, you know, it was, there was a lot of things that happened in weekend. Two things happened this week and that was very, very disturbing to me. There was, um, you know, please forgive me for saying this on social media, but there was one of my coworker, a male nurse, that walked up to me and wanted to go out with me. You know, and I said, uh, I said, oh, you didn't know. You didn't know that I got married. He said he didn't care. You know, he just want to have a good time with me. When I go to Jamaica to my husband, I'll be with my husband. And then when I come back, he'll have me all to himself. And I rebuked him. I, I said, you know, I don't do anything illicit. I said, I don't do illicit, you know, nothing. You know, and he talking about, you know, God. And I said, the, you know, for you saying, you know, God, and you coming to me with this conversation, I said, you should be convicted. And I said, even if you did it, I pray you, you get convicted, you know? I said, because anything illicit will cause you to die. You might, you will die and you'll be dead. So, you know, I, I really rebuked him. And, you know, when I walk away, I walk away from work. I was so, you know, frustrated and upset because of the things that he was saying to me, you know? And, um, you know, then, then this woman. So I said, this is just an attack from the enemy. And but it's, it's funny how you said that because Reverend P specifically told me, because even when I said what I said to that guy, I was careful of what I said because I, I remember that she had told me about the recording. And I said, you know, I don't know if he's doing that for me to say something about God or the Lord or something for them to bring me in the nursing office, you know? But I said, then he couldn't because then I could, you know, say something else because that's, that's of a, you know, please forgive me a sexual nature, you know? So, you know, I thank you for sharing that with me, Dr. Pauline, but, um, you know, thank you so much. I will, I will just do what you say, but, you know, I really thank you for sharing that with me. Amen, amen. Any other question? Okay, today we are finishing early, but we are going to pray one more time. And the focus of the prayer is that during this divine encounter, whatever word is coming to us, whether through the teaching 
or ministration or prayer. We want to be alert, we want to be attentive, and we want to be in a place where we will have intervention, divine intervention. Everybody pray for intervention, that the word of God will be an intervention for you. The prayer will be an intervention for you. Whatever needs to be corrected in your life, let God correct it, that you will avail yourself for correction. It's one thing to receive prayer, is another thing to avail yourself for correction. Everybody pray. I want to hear your voice. Unmute yourself and pray, please. Mighty God and Father, we prepare ourselves for divine encounter. Oh Lord God, most high. Yes, everybody, let everybody be attentive. Father Almighty God, be alert. Almighty God and Father, be alert to your word. Yes, God, only three of us are praying. God, the reading of the word. Father, by the word that was come forth right from the mouth of your intervention. O Lord God Almighty, let our ears your word, Almighty God. Let our heart be reset. Let our spirit, Almighty God, be perceptive. O mighty God and Father, your spoken word. Mighty God and Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, let our spirit, Almighty God and Father, the Lord Almighty God and Father, to everything that you will do in our environment, so God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father Almighty God, to clear our hearts and our minds, to receive from you, Almighty God and Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, Father, let our hearts and our minds be affected of your word, Almighty God and Father. That your word will have an impact upon our lives, upon our thoughts, practices, Almighty God and Father. That Lord God Almighty, your word will become a seed, Almighty God, in our hearts, in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. For what will be accomplished now this season shall not go empty our lives in the season of the Lord will send the speaking Lord for the lives that will be changed to do a spiritual schedule in the mighty name of 
that this divine encounter will be a spiritual surgery unto us. As we wait upon you, Almighty God and Father, just surgery upon our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus. A spiritual surgery in our lives. Oh God, in the season. In the mighty name of Jesus. Yes. The encounter for spiritual surgery. Thank you, Lord. That to remove unwanted elements from our lives. Yes, a surgery that will bring healing yes, to our body, soul, and spirit. That God will do something new, something special in our lives and environment. That our life shall never be the same again. See the manifestation of your wherever people. we are having challenges in our, and in our circumstances. Let there be a surgery. Let there be a surgery. Let there be a surgery. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That will affect us, that will impact our lives and environment. That will impact our relationship. That will impact, yes, our children, our grandchildren, our great grandchildren. We need an impartation. Yes, we Lord need Jesus. a transformation. Yes, Lord. We need healing. We need. We need to be made free. We need to experience the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Yes. Now we are going to pray for baptism of the Holy Spirit. It's divine encounter. We need a baptism of the Holy Spirit so that we'll hear when God speaks, so that we'll understand when God speaks. Yes, everybody pray for baptism. Let the Holy Spirit come upon us and baptize us with understanding spiritual things. Lord for us to receive uncommon wisdom, yes, Lord, wisdom to understand, wisdom to do the will of God. Everybody ask for baptism of the Holy Spirit, baptism of the Holy Spirit. Let the Lord pour out His Spirit upon us. Iraka yobu siande kayobu shahataniande kayobu Baptize us with your presence and your power. Baptize us with your glory and honor. Baptize us with wisdom, knowledge, understanding. Baptize us to know your will. Baptize us to hear and to understand. Baptize us to walk with you. I want to hear everybody, everybody, unmute yourself. We are praying for baptism of the Holy Spirit, for there to be a divine manifestation of the presence and power of the Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Eleka yobo siande kamota liande karama suanda. Ende kayobo siande kamota lianda. That the Lord would baptize us with the spirit. Oh, to hear, to understand. Yes, to interpret, to respond, to do his will. To go the way he wants us to go. That he will order our footsteps. Yes, Lord, we thank you. Yes, Lord, we bless you. Yes. Pour out your spirit for divine encounter. Pour out your spirit for divine intervention. Pour out your spirit for divine relationship. 
Yes, Lord. E yakwa ne kayobo bosiande kayobo shianda. Yekemo suanda. Divine encounter. Divine encounter. Pour out your spirit upon us for divine encounter. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Master. We thank you, Savior. Pour out your spirit for divine encounter. Pour out your spirit for divine manifestation. Pour out your spirit for divine manifestation. Manifestation of the word that you have spoken. Manifestation of your glory and your honor that we shall never be alone because you are with us. Oh, Jehovah God. Oh, Jehovah Jari. Pour out your spirit, oh God, and transform our lives, our behavior, our attitude. Transform our relationship. Transform our environment. Transform our marriages. Transform our, our children. Transform every aspect of our financial resources. Yes, Lord, our academic endeavors transform us, O God. We thank you for transformation. We thank you for healing miracle. We thank you for touching us. We thank you for encouraging us. We thank you for deliverance. Yes, now let's pray for our own deliverance. Everybody pray that the Lord will touch you and break every interfering spirit from your life and set you free from any form of interfering spirit, any spirit that disturbs you in your sleep, any spirit that oppresses you in your sleep, any spirit that oppresses your relationship, your marriage, your family, any, any, any evil spirit, any satanic power, any witchcraft spirit, that is oppressing and suppressing you. Everybody, for deliverance in our lives, deliverance from evil, deliverance from the workers of iniquity, deliverance from deliverance from any evil that tries to interfere, that tries to in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we call for divine intervention, O God, in the life of every member of our family, in the life of every member of our family, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, Almighty God, wherever we have been afflicted by evil, Almighty God, and Father, we come against any form of interference in our own lives, in the lives of our children, in the lives of our family, Almighty God and Father, in the lives of all overcomers, Mighty God and Father, if we are any interfering spirit, Mighty God and Father, that are tormenting and are not to Almighty God, we come against in the mighty name of Jesus, 
of God and let the blood of Jesus bring a release unto each and every one of us, O God. In the mighty name of Jesus, release from every form of affliction, O Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, let the blood of Jesus release us in this season from every form of infirmity. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, Almighty God Father, by the power in the blood of Jesus, to deliver from every form of from every form of in the mighty name of Jesus, deliver from every form of discouragement, O Lord God Almighty, in the name of Jesus, and help us greatly, that Lord, we will be restored to our place of joy and peace in our lives, in our households, in our Hallelujah. The last but not the least points, we are going to pray for divine encounter for healing. Total healing of our biomedical health. Yes. Biomedical health. Any, any sicknesses that have been diagnosed in our body. Hypertension, high blood pressure, uh, sugar in the blood, diabetes, any form of sickness, any form of disease any form of evil that is troubling our health. Everybody pray for divine encounter for healing. Divine encounter for healing. Divine encounter they are calling forth divine encounter for healing in our lives and in the lives of all overcomers, in the life of our family members, my God and Father, in the mighty name of Father, my God, your word says, we will not be affected by diverse diseases. Therefore, O Lord and our God, Wherever the enemy has sought to affect blessings or diseases, let the blood of Jesus deliver us right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, let your healing virtue flow in and through us right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father Almighty God, wherever we have undergone procedures, mighty God and Father, where we have been diagnosed, Mighty God, Father, if we have been undiagnosed, mighty Father, but Lord, there is a fiction in our bodies, mind, mighty God and Father, in our physical body, in our emotional body, mighty God and Father, tonight as we call upon you, we ask your great Jehovah to let the blood of Jesus release us from every form of affliction, O oh God, pour forth divine intervention for healing over 
our lives and in the lives of our people. Mighty God and Father, if there's anything developing in our body that we are not aware, mighty God, if the enemy is up to us, when any form of Jesus, Hallelujah, Jesus, divine encounter on our finances, our financial resources, the source of our finances, as we give offering, as we give our sacrifices, as we give our tithe, that the Lord will visit us, the Lord will grant us open heavens, the Lord will pour out financial blessings unto us. Everybody, pray. Unmute yourself, unmute yourself. It's a prayer, please. Ability, 
Not to worry, Father God, in the name of Jesus. So you said, for I am in the status of Israel and rule over the God of Israel. Oh, thank you, Father God, in the name of I hear, oh Father God, oh Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We call for divine favor, for financial blessing, and that every overcomer. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for releasing us from life. Amen. Praise Glory. Hallelujah. All right. Now. So every one of us has an expectation. What is your expectation? What is my expectation? Let's call forth our expectation that the Lord give us manifestation of our expectation. That our need shall be met. Everyone's need shall be met. As people come in, the Lord will meet their needs. That nobody will go empty-handed. Yes, nobody will go empty-handed. Unmute yourself. Let's hear ourselves. Let's it's corporate prayer. It's corporate prayer. Yes. Let's pray. What is your need? What is my need? Let the Lord give us open heavens. Grant us open heavens. Grant us open heavens. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father Almighty God, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, come before you, Father God. Open heaven. Oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, our knees to be met. Father God, in God of my mother, Father, Father, Open 
and ask the Lord to fill your cup. Let fill the Lord my fill your cup Lord. and make us whole. Let Jehovah God fill our cup and make us whole. Let the King of Glory fill our cup and make us whole. King of Kings and Lord of Lords, Jehovah Jireh, everybody, unmute yourself. Let's, let's pray this last prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I'm going to ask you, oh Lord God, one more time. Yes, Lord. Fill our cup. Fill our cup. Fill our cup. Fill our cup, oh Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord God, that you fill our cup in the name of Jesus. Fill it up, Lord God. Oh Jesus. Lord, I ask for your guidance and your blessing. Oh, give me a clean heart. Oh, fill my cup, like a woman at the well. I was seeking for things that could not satisfy me. And Lord, I say to Lord, fill my cup, oh Lord God. Bread of heaven, thank you, and we bless you for feed me till I want no more. Magnify and exalt your name. Fill my cup for healing and and make me hope. You will meet the madness in our lives. Father God, take the demon and transform our lives, our soul, our spirit. You transform our environment and our family. Lord God, in the name of every need, you will give me, oh Father, that every need. And your name, Bible study, Lord God. 
And it's dropping on God and ask for forgiveness of Alice and I come, Father God, I ask for your blessing and your guidance. I ask you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And you put your words in their mouth. Father God, in the name of Jesus. You speak your word with miracles, signs, and wonders. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. That I receive your word. That I will use the name. Amen. 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 All right, any announcements, Reverend Athia? Reverend Athia? Remind okay. everyone that Divine Encounter is this week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, on Thursday and Friday, we starting at 6.30 p.m., on Saturday at 2 p.m., on Sunday morning, 9.30 a.m., all are invited. Just remember to invite somebody. So this weekend is Divine Encounter. All groups are active. Amen. 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 All right. Shall we share the grace? The grace, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, love of God, God and the, the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. Children, goodness and mercy, follow us all the days of our lives. And, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. God bless you. Have a good night and see you on Thursday at six. Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams, six o'clock. Amen. 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 All right. Good night. All right. Uh. <laughs>